Hi everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein, I am your host, I am a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I'm going to be discussing narcissism and the ego ideal. According to Sigmund Freud, there are the well-known three elements of the psyche known as the id, the ego, and the superego. Each serve as a function to regulate the internal system of the personality, and when balanced, create a harmony within and with the outside world. According to Sigmund Freud's psychoanalytic theory, the id is the primitive and instinctual part of the mind that contains sexual and aggressive drives and hidden memories. The superego operates as a moral conscience, and the ego is the realistic part that mediates between the desires of the id and the superego. The superego consists of two systems, the conscience and the ideal self. The conscience can punish the ego through causing feelings of guilt and shame. For example, if the ego gives in to the id's demands, the superego may make the person feel bad through guilt. The ideal self, or the ego ideal, is an imaginary picture of how the individual ought to be and represents career aspirations, how to treat other people, and how to behave as a member of society. Behaviors which fall short of the ideal self, or the ego ideal, may be punished by the superego through guilt. The superego can also reward us through the ideal self when we behave properly by making us feel proud. If a person's ideal self, the ego ideal, is too high of a standard, then whatever the person does will represent failure. The ideal self and conscience are largely determined in childhood from parental values and how they were brought up. Now, the way I see narcissism is that the ego is battered, humiliated, and often annihilated. As a result, the superego will aim to make up for this deficit by striving for an overinflated and overcompensating idealized persona in order to fit and fill this gap. This is why you see narcissistic abusers try to win and succeed as well as appear perfect at all costs. The price of not being such is total annihilation by the superego or the inner critic. A superego that is overactive and self-abusive most usually is because of the way the individual was treated. It reprimands the individual and shames them for perceived flaws. Eventually, the psyche caves in on itself and self-destructs, hence the eventual collapse of a narcissistic abuser. The narcissist, because of parental rejection, humiliation, and abuse, will never feel enough and experience great shame as a result. In an attempt to reach the good enough state, it will fantasize about a brilliant, perfect, omnipotent ideal self, i.e. ego ideal, and work tirelessly and relentlessly to achieve it, an endeavor that is extremely exhausting, futile, and ultimately never attainable. In essence, it is a distraction from the real truth and cause that the parent never cared for this child, never loved them, or appreciated them. The ego ideal on a societal level is the quintessential man or woman who is the perfect specimen of what others should be. Throughout history, throughout time, this ego ideal has changed based on preferences and cultural standards. For example, in the past, being overweight was seen as healthy and robust. Now, slim and fit is seen as the ideal. Advertising, marketing, and most public and political figures are all vying to be an example of the collective societal ego ideal. Once this ego ideal is won 
and one society can be convinced of what is the perfect quote-unquote human being, you can then control people and control the masses by playing into their shortcomings in not being able to reach this individual's version of the idealized ego. Most of being a public figure and manipulating the perceptions of others is about managing the societal ego ideal and getting others to strive to be like it. An extremely effective way in getting others to strive and be of service to the aforementioned perfect persona. This mirrors the way a narcissist will plant seeds in their victims' minds by love-bombing them of the perfect and ideal future, but then once trust is gained, switching and manipulating the victims to strive and work hard to achieve the dream originally promised, the chase of it being the very narcissistic supply garnered by the narcissistic perpetrator. In addition, narcissistic abusers are deeply attracted to public offices and being in leadership positions because of the desire to garner the attention of others and the power and control that's gained as a result. They will strive to become the societal ego ideal and often morph into whatever the perfect idealized human is in order to gain power and control that is attained by being in this position. Furthermore, narcissistic abusers cannot handle flaws and shortcomings because it is a reminder that they are falling short of the personal, familial, and cultural ego ideals and therefore torture themselves for the flaws within themselves, often projecting it onto others and abusing them for their shortcomings, a truly torturous existence. If you have been abused by a narcissistic abuser, you probably resonate strongly with the concept of never being enough, never being good enough, and never doing enough, constantly striving to being what the abuser wants you to be. Please understand that the perpetrator groomed you to strive to become an idea in order to fit into their fantasy of a life that matches their ego ideal. It has very little to do with you, and much more to do with the insecurity of feeling that they will never be good enough, which is then projected onto you. You get bullied, ultimately to strive to help them reach the quote-unquote impossible-to-reach ego ideal. If you are a victim of narcissistic abuse, if you have been abused in this way, if you have had an individual project something onto you and then bully you to become that projection, that idealized self, and that ego ideal, please allow me to assist you and heal your wounds of childhood, past relationships, and ultimately become the healthiest version of yourself so you can attract people who see you for who you are and not a projection of who they want you to become. I offer a free 15-minute consultation, so definitely take advantage of that. My email, yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. I want to thank you so very much for listening to this episode. It was an honor to be with you today, and until next time, I'm very honest. Nice.